2: The Hound of the Baskervilles by A. Colin Doyle CHAPTER One. MR. SHERLOCK HOLMES Mr. Sherlock Holmes, who is usually very late in the mornings, save upon those not infrequent occasions, when he is up all night, was seated at the breakfast-table, and stood upon the heath-rug, and picked up the stick which our visitor had left behind him. The night before, the fine thick piece of wood, a head, headed of the sort which is known as Peng Ning Lawyer. Just under the head was a broad silver brand, nearly an inch across to James Mortimer, M.R.C.S., with friends of the C.C.H. was grade upon it with the date 1884. It was such a stick as an old-fashioned family practitioner used to carry dignified, solid and reassuring. Well, Watson, what do you make of it? "'Holmes is sitting with his back to me. "'I had given him no sign of my occupation. "'How did you know what I was doing? "'I believe you have eyes in the back of your head. "'I have, at least, a well-polished, "'silver-plated coffee-pot in front of me,' said he. "'But tell me, Watson, what do you make of our visitor's stick? "'Since we have been so unfortunate as to miss him, "'have no notion of his errand, "'his accidental souvenir comes of importance. "'Let me hear.' You recon, you reconstruct the man by examination of it. I think," said I, following as far as I could the methods of my companion. "That Mister Doctor, that uh, Doctor Mortimer, is a special early medical man. Well esteemed since those who know him gave him this mark of the appreciation." "Good," said Holmes. "Excellent. I Think also that probabilities favour his being a country practitioner who does a great deal of his visiting on foot." why so because this stick though it's originally a very handsome one been so knocked about i can hardly imagine a town practitioner carrying it the thick iron forel worn down so it's evident that he has done a great deal walking with it perfectly sound said holmes and then again there is the, the friends of the cch i should guess that it would be something hunt not hunt of those members the members he has possibly given some surgical assistance and which he made has made him a small made him a small prediction return. Really, Holmes, you have excelled yourself, said Holmes, pushing back his chair and lighting cigarette. I am bound to say that in all accounts which have been so good as to give me my small my own small achievements, you have inherently underrated your own abilities. I may be that you are not yourself luminous are you or a conductor of light? Some people possessing genius, a remarkable power of stimulating it. Give you know this, my dear fellow, I am very much in your debt. He never said as much before. I must admit that his words gave me plain pleasure, for I had been, often been piqued by his indifference to my admiration, as the attempts which I made to give publicity to his methods. I was proud, too, to think I had, been, had so far mastered his system to apply it in a way which earned his approval he took the stick from my hands and examined it for a few minutes with his naked eyes then with an expression of interest he laid down his cigarette carrying down the cane to the window he looked over it again with the convex lenses interesting though in elementary," inventory said he as he returned to his favourite corner of the settee the other certainly one or two indications upon the stick it gives us the basis of several deductions. Has anything, has anything escaped me? I asked with some self-modernness. I trust there is nothing of concurrence which I have overlooked. I am afraid, my dear Watson, most of your conclusions were erroneous. When I have I said you have assimilated me, I may be frank as noting your facilities as I occasionally guided towards the truth. Not that you are totally wrong in the friend's instance, instance. Man is certainly a country practitioner. He walks a great deal. Then I, I was right, to that extent. But that was all. No, 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 dear, my dear Watson. Not all. By no means, all. it is, for example, that the presentation to a doctor is more likely to come from a hospital than from a hunt. And when initials C.C. placed with that hospital, a wise carrying cross very naturally suggests themselves you might be right probably lies in that direction if we take this to a working hypotheses, we have a fresh basis from which to start construction this unknown visitor well then supposing the c c h does stand for train Course hospital well, what further interference may we draw do none suggest themselves you know my methods apply them can you think that the obvious conclusion a man has practised in town before going to the country I think we might venture a little further than this. Look at it in this light. On that occasion, would it be most probable that such a presentation would be made? When would his friends unite to give him a pledge of their good will? Obviously, at the moment when Dr. Mortimer withdrew from the service hospital in order to start practice for himself. We know there had been a presentation. We believe there had been a charge changed town hospital. To country practice, is it? Then searching off interference too far, say the presentation was on the occasion of the change. It certainly seems probable. Now you observe he could have been on the staff at the hospital, says only a man well established in a London practice could hold such a position, and such a one would not drift into the country. Well, what was he then? A B If he was in the hospital, not yet not on the staff, could have been a hair surgeon, a house physician? Little more than a senior student. He left five years ago at the date is on the stick. So, you grave. you family his family practitioner vanishes into thin air. My dear Watson, he a young fellow, under thirty, admirable and ambitious, absent-minded, possessor of a favourite dog, which is to describe roughly as being larger than a terrier and swollen a mastiff. I laughed incredibly the dot at Holmes Lean back this and he said he blew little waving smoke waving rings The smoke up the ceiling. As for the letter part, I have no means of checking you, said I.
0: Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durban Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off. My Rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill.
1: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously.
2: At least it's not difficult to find out, if you're curious about the man's age, professional career. From my medical shelf took down a medical directory and turned up the name. There were several Mortimers, but only one that could be your visitor. I read his record aloud. Mortimer James, MRCS, 1882. Crimpton, Dartmoor, Devon. House surgeon from 1882, to 1884, Caring Cross Hospital. Winner of the Jackson Prize for Comparative Pathology, the essay entitled Disease of Reversion, corresponding member of the Swedish Pathology Society, author of some freaks of advertisement, Lancet 1882, Dewey Progress, Journal for Psychology, March March 1883, medical officer for parishes of Grimpton, Frohenson, Fonsey and High Barrow. I mentioned the local hunt, Winston, said Holmes, received a smile. A county doctor? Country doctor, as you very acutely observed, I think I am fairly justified in my interference by influences. As the objects, I said, remember right, I am no ambitious and minded. In my experience to only an amorable man in this world. Who sees testimonials, are an ambitious one, where ban is a London career for twenty I asked some money "One who leaves his stick only, not his, his calling, but not his calling card, or waiting an hour in your room. And a dog, had been in a habit of carrying his stick behind his master, being a heavy stick, the dog has held it tightly by the middle. The marks of his teeth are very plainly visible. Dog's jaws shown in space between these marks are too broad, in my opinion, for a character, and yet not broad enough for a mastiff. It may be it may have been." Yes, by Jove, it's a curly-held manual. He risen and paced the room as he spoke. He halted in a recess of the window. There's such a ring of conviction in his voice. I glanced up in surprise. My dear fellow, how are you possibly so sure of that? For the same reason, I see the dog west himself. On our very doorstep, there is a ring on his owner. Don't move, I beg you, Watson. bother. He's a professional brother of yours. Your presence may be assistance to me. Now is a dramatic moment of fate, Watson. When you hear a step from the stair, which walk into your life, you know not whether for good or ill. Whether does Dr Mortimer, the man of Science, ask for a shot at Holmes, especially and crime, come in. Prince of the Visitor was a prize to me, since I expected a typical country practitioner. He very tall, thin man with long nose and like a beak, he turned out between two keen grey eyes, set closely together and sparklingly brightly from behind a pair of gold rimmed glasses. He was clad in professional, but rather solemnly fashioned, for his frock coat was dingy and his coat trousers frayed. Though young, his long back was already bowed. He walked with a forward thrust of his head, a generally appearing reverence. As he entered his Eyes full upon the stick in Holmes's hand. He ran towards it with an explanation of joy. I'm so very glad, said he. I'm not sure whether I left it here, in the shipping office. I should, would not like to lose it, stick for the world. Congratulations, see sea, said Holmes. It's yes, so from train, cross-hospital. For well, one of your two friends here, there, occasioned my wedding, marriage. Dear, dear, that's bad, said Holmes, shaking his head. The blinked through his glasses, said, in, in mild astonishment. Why is it bad? Only that you have disarranged our little deductions. Your marriage, you say? Yes, sir, i married, and so I left the hospital. With all, its hope, all hopes of consulting practice, it was necessary to make the home of my own. Come, come, we are not so far wrong after all, said Holmes. And now Dr Mortimer, James Mortimer, Mr, sir, Mr. Hummel, MRCS, man of precise mind evidently. Dabble in sights, Dr. Mr. Holmes. Pick up shells and shores, Great unknown ocean, I presume that it is Mr. Holmes and my addressing. And not, no, this is my friend, Dr. Watson. Glad to meet you, sir. I have heard your name mentioned in connection. That of your friend, who enters me very much, Mr. Holmes. Hardly expected so d- d- electric a skull with such... "'Well, marked, still provolverable development. "'Would you have an objection to my running my finger "'along your prerogative frisier? "'A cast of your skull, sir, well, "'upon the original is available upon the moment. "'When you have fed museum, "'it is not my intention to become. be fulsome. by I that I covert your skull. "'Short Holmes wave your strange visitor to You are "'Your foolishness and your lying of fault. "'Perceive, sir, that I am I'm, as I am mine.' he said, said he, as though from your forefinger. you make your own cigarettes, have no hesitation in lighting one. A man drew out of paper and tobacco and twirled the one up to the other with surprising dexterity. His long, quivering fingers as agile, as the antenna of an insect. Holmes was silent, but his little dotting glances showed me the interest which he took our curious companion, I presume, sir, said he at last, it was not merely for the purpose of examining my skull you have done me the honour to call here last night and again today. No, sir, though I am happy to have had an opportunity of doing that as well, I come to you came to you, Mr Holmes, because I recognise that. I am myself a unpractical practical man, because I am suddenly confronted with serious and extraordinary problem. Recognizing I do that you to the second highest expert in Europe. A sir, may inquire who is the honour to be the first asked Holmes with some apparent asperity. To the man a precisely a precise scientific mind the work, but my still must always appeal strongly. Then you do know better You then you better cons- not but not, had you not better consult him? And I said to the precisely scientific mind, not as a practical man of affairs. His knowledge you stand alone just i have not invented, just a little, said Holmes. I think, Doctor Mortimer, you would do wisely. that more I do, you would kindly tell me plainly what the exact nature of the problem is, in which you demand my assistance.